What's up, monsters? Welcome back to the Wake the Monster podcast. So today, I saw an article a little bit earlier. I just got to kind of vent about it. It's not really a big deal. It's not super impactful like the SCOTUS pick or, you know, previous comments from a president or anything like that. No, it's not really about alpha men. I guess it is, right? Because we're going to be talking about football today. It's not really about how to be one. I'll try and relate it. I'll try and see if I can fit it in there. But Joe Theismann was on a podcast or an interview, and he may have let slip the new name of the Washington football team, previously the Washington Redskins. And when I heard the name, I didn't like it. And it was weird because I saw a lot of people, a lot of NFL players, a lot of athletes were actually saying that it should be the name, but it's just, the name doesn't work for me. So I'm gonna go back and forth on the transcript a little bit, pull up a couple articles, kind of talk about what people have to say about it and why I don't like the name. All right, right off the bat, like the name was not supposed to be released yet, you know? So the the fact that uh, Joe is releasing this name two days early because they're, they're releasing it on Wednesday, you know, kind of sent the sports world into into a ruckus trying to figure out, oh, is this a new name? Is this what the release is going to be? We can't wait till two, you know, can't wait till Wednesday. We got to know now, got to know now, because that's the way news works, right? So he said, and let me go to the transcript here for you. I got it from, what is this, hogshaven.com. So this is the Washington football team's, you know, fan page, essentially, on, on uh, SB Nation. So let's see what they got. They do have an update to the article, but we'll go through the article first. Joe Theismann was interviewed by Danny Amendolora for CBS Sports and seems to have spoiled the Washington football team's plans for the new name reveal on the Today Show. As it wasn't a podcast, it was a Today Show, which is scheduled for release on Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022, 2222. Blows the transcript and the audio, judge for yourselves. Go Commanders. All right, so this is the name that, that he kind of let slip, maybe. So Theismann says... I think the Commanders is a name that is going to be one that hopefully people like going forward. All right, and then DA, Emin Delora says, so you like the Commanders as a new team name, huh? Theisman says, yeah, I mean, there were so many different options, but once again, it's trademark infringement. It's getting approval from different people. If you choose a name, is there a group out there that's not going to like it? I mean, there's so many things that you have to consider. Commander, basically, it's DC. A lot of Commanders are in DC and the Pentagon and a lot of different branches of the service. So that's why I'm looking at it as positions of leadership when it comes to the new name. All right, so real quick. I know the Redskins name got taken down because it was offensive, right? So there are a lot of a lot of Native Americans that don't like the term. It was used derogatory for a period of time. So they didn't like it. There was enough protests, enough ruckus about it. So the uh, Washington football team took it down, right? But in my opinion... Don't ever underestimate Dan Snyder's ability to just screw everything up. Right? He's the owner of the, of the Washington football team. If he's going to screw, if, if something is there to be screwed up, Dan Snyder's going to do it. I mean, just look at all the other news coming out from Washington right now as far as the the culture, the work experiences, the harassment allegations, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's chaos there. Right? They, they hired a new GM, hired new management staff to try and sort everything out. And the team seemed okay at times this year right but obviously when you got the same person at the top who's been running a disaster of a franchise for god knows how long at this point you kind of see where the problem sits but it's really difficult to push out the owner of a franchise right just ask the cowboys 
or any of the other family franchises that have been sitting around with the same owner forever. I think the Commanders is, is a terrible choice for a team name, but let me, let me keep going through this transcript and then I'm going to tell you why. After he says all that, DA says, I dig it, I dig it. I think it'll be cool. And the old colors are still there, so it should be good. We've seen some of the patches of the uniform with that hype video. I think the uniform looks kind of classy and streamlined from what I can tell from the video. It's not too noisy. It seems pretty classy, so I think it'll look good. So I do I do like that concept. I like that that old school, traditionalist kind of color pattern, right? Bringing it back to old football. So I'm an Eagles fan. I wish Kelly Green would come back. I wish they would go back to those 90s uniforms, the 90s logo, all that kind of stuff. There was a There was a period of time where the color patterns we have now were dope when they were brand new, but I think it's time to go back to those roots, go back to that Kelly Green concept, go back to that that Philly mentality, which is where which is where I'm going with this overall, right? That Philly mentality of, of sports. But let's keep going on Washington for right now. Right, so Theismann says the big key DA is this. If you win, people are gonna get excited about it. If you lose, people are gonna be upset about it. That's the way you do it. The bottom line, that's the bottom line in our business. If you win, people are going to say, you know, I like that. I can cheer for that. Commanders, yeah. But if you lose, it's like, why do they do that? I'm not happy with that name. I've always said this. Football is a microcosm of society. Everything that happens in society, all the issues, all the problems, they exist in our little world of 3,000, 2,000, 3,000 people. It's always a reflection of what's going on in society. If things go well, everybody's happy. So, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, all, all sports are a reflection of society. Uh, let's see what let's see if he had anything else to say. So that's where they end the the transcript, right? So Theismann may have let it slip that the name is going to be the Commanders. He did uh, send out a message to Matthew Paris today. He said Matthew Paris says I just got this text from Joe Theismann. Not completely sure what the new name will be. No one has told me. Like you all find out on Wednesday. All right. So it kind of sounds like he's backtracking, right? It sounds like hey, we got to do PR now because you released the name a little bit early and we weren't ready for it. And everybody's asking questions. So can you put out a message saying hey, we never told you what the name was going to be? That way, you know, we can still save face on this whole thing. You know, it's very similar to the way uh, the relationship. So if you watch UFC, Dana White and Ariel Hawani, they had they had always clashed, right? Because Ariel Hawani asks poking questions, right? He's always instigating when he asks questions, uh, regardless of of him whether he says he is or not. He's 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 a, a wrestling fan, right? So he's always trying to trying to start a storyline for people, which I, I see the benefit in that, but also like Dana White is trying to run a real sport and uh, you know, he didn't like it. So anyway, right before UFC 200, they were uh, they were going to announce that Brock Lesnar was coming out to fight in UFC 200 and they told Ariel and they said, you are not allowed to release this information. Not Ariel disputes that, but that's besides the point. UFC told him, you are not allowed to release this information on their side of the story. And Ariel did end up sending out a message, a tweet or something saying, hey, you know, Brock Lesnar is slated to be on UFC 200 before the UFC was able to release their promo video. So Dana White got pissed. He basically excommunicated Ariel from actually attending UFC events. He's not allowed to have media credentials or anything like that. And that's why Ariel has to do everything through his podcast now. But we're talking about Washington football team. I just wanted to kind of give you the idea of what a PR company, what a PR situation this is. If Theismann did release, hey, the name is going to be the Commanders. It's very similar to what they did in UFC 200. Where it was like, hey, Brock's coming back. And it's like, yo, you just blow up our entire marketing package that we just spent millions of dollars preparing. Because companies like this, football teams, anything like that, they don't spend pennies to make this happen, right? This is, think about this for a Washington football team. For the last two years, they've been the Washington football team because they weren't, they, they had to get rid of their name, right? And it's taken them this long to try and figure one out. And they're screwing it up, in my opinion, on this, on this case anyway. But they didn't spend pennies on this. They spent dollars. They spent millions of dollars to make this marketing campaign when they release on Wednesday. So the idea that the information is going to come out 
ahead of time kind of screws up the entire announcement and everything they have built around the announcement. You know, I was, I was talking to my wife earlier when I was venting my frustration to her because she totally understands, right? Um, and I was saying, like, sports teams are supposed to represent the people who live in that city. You know, like uh, Philadelphia, right? So I'm four for four. That's what we say in Philly. We're four for four, right? So, so my teams are Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers. You know, it would just just ride with the city. No matter where I move to, I'll probably always have Philly blood. So four for four in Philly, right? But that's part of the reason that I talk about that Kelly Green concept. The Eagles going back to Kelly Green because it represents what the city's about. You know that Kelly Green concept. When you think about the Eagles in the '90s even in the early 2000s when they did change the uniforms, that you still kind of had that that Philly attitude around the team. You know, they were, like, when you think about Philadelphia, right, what do you think of? What, what comes to mind about the people of Philly? Now, if you're from outside the city, you probably think snowballs at Santa, batteries at J.D. Drew, violence, a prison system underneath the vet, you know, for football games, all that kind of stuff. Okay, cool, fair. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. That's all right. But if you're from Philly... What do you think about the population of Philly? What do you know about us? Yeah, you know that we're blue collar, we're hardworking, union type folks, laborers, right? We, we we wake up early, we put our boots on, we get to work, work hard for our family, trying to put food on the table. The sports teams that we have in the city are our few hours to kind of get away from all that. It's kind of relax, sit back, and watch a team represent our city. And the team mentality, the attitude around teams have to reflect the city or else you don't have buy-in from the city, right? So prime example is Philadelphia Eagles this past year. The beginning of the year was, hey, we're going to try and throw the ball. We're going to try and figure out how to use the quarterback. We're going to try and, you know, RPO, but utilize the quarterback more than the running game. And it wasn't working and people were, were pissed, right? The Eagles became fun to watch when they became the number one rushing team in the NFL. Like when they decided, hey, if we just punch you in the mouth with our running game, we can win and people will support us. Our city will support us because that matches the culture of Philly, right? Like Chip Kelly was a terrible coach. The guy was a disaster. You can think about the way he got rid of talent and the reasons he got rid of talent and people call him racist and you know, like I don't know the guy personally, so I can't have an opinion on that. But there were definitely some skeptical ways that he released some of our best talent, like LaShawn McCoy, Deshaun Jackson in their primes, and just said deuces. Chip Kelly has one of my favorite quotes of all time for a Philadelphia coach. You know, he said, we're from Philly and we fight. I mean, that's it. That's the Philly attitude. When he said that, it was the most real thing a coach has ever said about the city of Philadelphia. We're from Philly, we fight. That's it. So when you have a team in Philadelphia... It should represent that mentality. If you're from Philly, you fight. You're in the dirt. You're grimy. You're dirty. You're just getting in there. You're grinding to get that win. So when the Eagles became the number one rushing team in the NFL, that's what they became. They became this, they 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 retook their spot as, hey, we are the, the most important team in this city. And everybody started rallying around them. Even when they lost in the playoffs, it's like, hey, man, like, you, you still made us proud this year because you figured out how to be a Philly team. You know, the 2008 Phillies. 2008 Phillies were a bunch of farm system guys that came up that we raised. They were, you think about it like, like they were our children coming up through our Philly farm system and then became major leaguers and, and represented, 
you know, and then we sprinkled in that farm system with a few outcasts from other teams, like Brad Lidge and a few other guys that were just like, hey man, like their teams were done with them. We brought them in and they they were they were just outcasts and we said, yo, come here and prove yourself. Prove that you can still ball. Right? So the 2008 Phillies go out and win the World Series around that concept of homegrown and outcast. And that again, that's a that's a Philly thing, right? 1993 Phillies were very similar. 1993 Phillies went to the World Series. They were all outcasts from around the, the league. They were just players that teams were done with, said couldn't play anymore, they had nothing left, they were over the hill, whatever you want, and then they all get together on the Phillies in 93 and they go to the World Series. Now, they didn't win it, but they made it, right? That's a Philly team. Broad Street Bullies in the early 70s, or mid-70s, with the Philadelphia Flyers. You know? They were literally, hey, you're coming to Philly, you're going to fight more than you're going to play hockey. We'll get the fighting out of the way so that we can then score on you later. But we're going to punch you in the mouth first, literally, in hockey. Literally, we're going to punch you in the mouth. Right? Like, that's the thing. That's Philly. And that's my big issue with the Sixers right now is that the Sixers, like, outside of Joel Embiid, who's got heart? Who wants to fight, you know? Like, who, who really wants to get in there, play smash mouth defense, even in basketball, and you know, Smash Mouth is universal, right? They, they play aggressive, strong, hard defense and go out and work for your wins, right? The majority of the Sixers, I don't see that. I don't see heart from that team. And that's why I have a hard time watching them because outside of Joel Embiid, who has it, right? We got a player who just is scared of the fans so he do, he won't come out and play because we, we made him sad. So he's like, I'm not playing for you anymore. You guys were mean to me. Right, and that—that's what I see across the majority of the team. I watched Tobias Harris. It was a clip of Tobias Harris a couple weeks ago. The guy's in a rut. He can't shoot anymore. He can't make a basket, and he hits one. The crowd goes wild in Philly, and he says, "Don't clap. Shut up." Like you can see it on the camera, and it's like, "Come on, dude! Like don't be soft. You can't come to Philly and be soft. You're in the wrong city. Go out, go out and play in California if you want to be soft. All right, if you want to be some high flyer that doesn't have to play defense or get touched on a court or on a field." Go out to California where people respect that. That's, that's not respected here in Philly, right? So that's what I'm saying when I talk about a team needs to represent the city. And, and that includes the names. Phillies. Freedom. Philadelphia is the bedrock of freedom for all of known society today. Like the way freedom is expected worldwide was established in the city of Philadelphia. You're welcome. You can play, you can play Magna Carta and all that other kind of crap. I don't care. It was Philly. You're welcome. So with that being said, Washington football team, if their name comes out on Wednesday to be the Commanders, how does that represent the people of Washington, D.C.? How? The Commanders are not the people who are living in Washington, D.C. So what they're talking about here, like Joe Theismann was saying, the Commanders is really what he's saying is it's a safe name. Look, here's, here's his quote, right? Let me go back to it. All right, so he says, yeah, I mean, there were so many different options, but once again, it's trademark infringement. It's getting approval from different people. If you choose a name, is there a group that it's not going to like it? Are you going to offend somebody is what he's saying, right? So what he's saying is Commanders is a safe name. We're not risking anything. We're not going out on a limb and possibly offending somebody. We're picking Commanders because it's safe and it represents something about Washington, D.C. Okay, fine. It's our nation's capital. The Pentagon is there, all the, all the other points that he made, right? The, mili- the, the home of the military, the decision makers of the military, they're all in Washington, D.C., the president, Congress, all that kind of stuff. Okay. 
but they don't live there. They are not citizens of Washington, D.C. They have homes there, but think about the people of Washington, D.C. Nancy Pelosi is not rubbing elbows with the citizens of Washington, D.C. Dan Crenshaw is not running around D.C. hanging out with the working class. That's not what these people are doing. The people that work in the Pentagon live in Virginia. Like, $500,000 homes are the cheap homes areas of Virginia. Calling your team the commanders is not representing the working, the, the actual people that make that city function. So to pick that name, it's safe. Yeah, sure, right? Like, hey, uh, we've been the Redskins for however many years now and it's pissed people off a long time. So let's just go the complete other way and just be the commanders and and that's it, right? We can't offend anybody with the commanders. Well, I'm pissed. If it comes out as the commanders, I'm pissed because you're, what are you doing? What are you, what are you saying? You're saying, oh, we're gonna represent the the politicians that work in DC. We're gonna represent the Pentagon officials that work in DC. We're gonna represent the military, the industrial compacts, big business, corporations. Like that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying if your name is the commanders. You're representing all the rich, important people in society. That's what I hear when I hear commanders. I don't hear that you're representing the actual fabric of a city. Right? Like I said, people in Congress, people in the White House, people in the Pentagon, they are not going into working class Washington, D.C. and rubbing elbows and hanging out and having breakfast and lunch with those people. They have their private clubs and they have their their rich areas and they live in Virginia and Maryland the rich wealthy areas now some of the most expensive real estate in the country is the outskirts of Virginia and Maryland that surround DC why because all of your lobbyists and all of your congressional people that work there that make $175,000 a year buy houses in those areas the working class the people who need sports for relief. The people who need sports for rest and recovery from the week that they just put themselves through, making this country work, making this country actually effective and produce something, they're not being represented when you call yourself the commanders. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But like I'm talking from Philly. I'm talking from my perspective, my own personal opinion. From Philly, we're from Philly and we fight, I think is the greatest quote that I've ever heard from a coach. I hated the coach. He was a joke. He's a disaster, whatever. But I think it was the greatest quote I had ever heard, right? Because that's the mentality of Philly. Regardless of what the obstacle is, we're going to fight it, all right? And it may be Santa Claus. But if he's in our way, if we think he's in our way, Santa Claus is going to get it. it. Like, sorry, we're from Philly. That's, that's, that's the way we think, right? So what is the mentality of people in Washington, D.C.? Are you okay as a fan to be like, oh yeah, commanders, yeah, totally. I don't understand how you're representing the city by calling yourself that. I don't get it. These these millionaires and billionaires that are out here running franchises, owning franchises, and they're who were like this this could this is pandering. This is pandering to people so that, oh, I don't want to offend anybody and I want to make sure that I'm appeasing the right people. And it's definitely not the people who were in the nosebleed in my stadium paying $400, which is probably, you know, two weeks worth of work. That's a full, it's a full two week paycheck for them just to get a ticket to come watch a team that can't even make it to 500. Like, good job, Dan Snyder. You're really taking care of your community that way, right? These people want to see a strong team that represents them. And you're not doing it. 
You're not doing it with this name. I think I think this name is a joke. If 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 on Wednesday the name comes out as the Commanders, you totally screwed this up, right? Now there were so there were some names that did have military affiliation that I thought would have been great names, but they didn't actually. They never made it to a list. So I thought number one, we were previously the Washington Redskins. Okay. So you were previously the Washington Redskins. That name's offensive. Okay, cool. We're the Washington football team until we figure out a new name. Sweet. If you really have spent all this time offending Native Americans, I thought it would be cool if you had then taken your team and done something to honor Native American contribution to our country. Right? In World War II, Native Americans, the Navajos, were code talkers. They had a language and a dialect that nobody else in the world knew. They were passing messages for the Allied forces during World War II so that we could effectively communicate and win a war. The code talkers were part of our military success in World War II. They were Native Americans. So name yourself the Washington Code Talkers. I thought that was dope. I thought that was a great tip of the hat to the sacrifices and contributions that Native Americans have had in this country. Who wouldn't like that? You could, you could even, in theory, keep the same logo at that point, which was designed by a Native American. His family still likes the logo. It's offensive to everybody else because of the name you put around it. But if you had called yourself the Code Talkers, you could have kept your logo, which was designed by a Native American. Again, honoring the community. What, like... That's low-hanging fruit to solve a problem. Is that, maybe I'm off topic. Let me know in the comments. Let me know if I'm off topic here, but I thought that was a great idea. I thought it was a great answer, all right? Okay, so again, your team name's offensive. You wanna try and find a way to have a good team name and maybe use the team name as an apology, right? All right, how about the Washington Red Tails? That's another military-affiliated term. The Red Tails were the Tuskegee Airmen, right? All black squadron of warfighters, of fighter pilots that went into World War II and had great success for us. The tails of their aircraft were painted red. That's a fantastic, again, ode to a minority community who has had a major contribution to American history, to American success and greatness. Why is that? Why why can't that where you can have a sweet fighter jet as your logo got the flames coming out the back super dope honoring minority community honoring the black community right that now you have those two things those two options right there are not just there you're kind of like talking about okay hey we're in washington dc so let's do something for the military because the pentagon okay cool got that covered also boom now we're including the communities that we either previously offended or have previously been oppressed in the nation. Like how, how, who was making these decisions? Why, why, why are marketing departments and public affairs people not figuring out, hey, the commanders, that's kind of dumb. It's safe, but it's also just appeasing big business and politicians. It's not doing anything to honor the community in Washington, D.C. It's not doing anything to represent them. You're representing Congress? You're representing the Pentagon? That's what that's what the Washington football team is going to be, Washington Commanders representing the Pentagon? Who cares? None of them are going to watch your game. They use your field for a reenlistment ceremony in November. That's it. That's it. It's public affairs. That's all you're good for to them. 
Then they run off to Virginia or Maryland, and then they don't even pretend to understand what the football game is. But all the people who are living in Washington, D.C., who are looking for that three hours of relief on Sunday before they have to go back to their struggle, to their grind to be successful or to try and make it out or to just try to make it, just trying to put food on their table. That's what sports teams are supposed to represent. That's where you're failing. You are not actually representing the community if you call yourself the commanders. You know, I, so I use Philadelphia as an example, right? We're rough, we're tough, we fight, we're aggressive. Our teams should represent that. Another example of that is Los Angeles. All right, so the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations. I hope Cincinnati pounds you into oblivion. Los Angeles is a very flashy, ritzy, glitzy kind of town, right? Everything's got to be over the top. So their teams should represent that. Showtime Lakers, high-flying basketball, right? They represent the culture of the city. Uh, the Rams, you know, the Rams came from St. Louis. They were the greatest show on turf. They were high-flying, airing out the ball, big play kind of football. They go to Los Angeles. They're playing very similar style. They got big, awesome receivers that can dust anybody, that can run with any cornerback, get open, and make big plays. So the Rams are representing what Los Angeles is about, right? So that's my that's my point. When you look at sports teams, especially football teams, right? But all sports teams generally across the board, they should be representing the culture and the attitude of the city that they're playing in. I don't think you're doing it here, Washington. I don't think this is it. The commanders don't live in D.C. They work there and then they run away as fast as possible. Let me know what you think in the comments. That's it for this podcast. I appreciate you all stopping by. If you like it, leave a review. Leave a five-star if you loved it. Leave a one-star if it sucked. Either way, you're letting me know what to do in the future. Like it and share it on YouTube, on Facebook, on all your social medias if you thought it was worth a share, if you want to get other people involved in the conversation. Thank you so much for stopping by. Go wake your monster. Peace.